0: Welcome to Commune, a global wellness community and online course platform featuring some of the world's greatest teachers. We are on a mission to inspire, heal, pass down wisdom, and bring the world closer together. This is the Commune podcast, where each week we explore the ideas and practices that help us live this healthy, connected, and purpose-filled life You can learn more about our courses, our community, and our all-access membership at onecommune.com. In 1986, Byron Katie had an epiphany. She was in a counseling facility dealing with addiction to alcohol and codeine. She was agoraphobic. Her self-esteem was so low that she didn't even think she deserved to sleep in a bed. One morning, she was in slumber on the floor when a cockroach climbed over her ankle. She awoke, and in that brief moment, she saw how the universe was created, the source of all suffering and the way out. She codified this vision into a method of inquiry called The Work, which has helped hundreds of thousands of people overcome trauma and pain. The Work is centered around four essential questions— The questions are facilitated by a mentor or Katie herself upon a willing student. The questions are, number one, is it true? Number two, can you absolutely know that it's true? Number three, how do you react? What happens when you believe that thought? And number four, who would you be without that thought? Those four questions are followed by turning around the thought to experience the opposite of it. We were fortunate to have Katie come to Commune and lead a workshop on the work here in Topanga, California. And today you'll be hearing an excerpt from that workshop in which Katie works with Sarah and her belief that my love life is dependent upon my weight. You can watch this full workshop for free, including access to the worksheets with a free 14-day trial of Commune membership. Just go to onecommune.com slash trial. I hope you enjoy this sample of the work of Byron Katie. The work has impacted me profoundly, and I hope you can see too how it is a powerful tool for liberating you from painful thinking.
1: What have you written? Um, I wrote, I believe my um, love
2: life is dependent on my weight. Okay, so your future love life is dependent upon your weight, is it true? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. I think my logical mind says no, but my, inside of myself
2: it says yes. So, close your eyes mm-hmm. and notice how you react around some men when you believe the thought, like men you find interesting, Mm -hmm. notice how you react, what happens when you believe the thought that your future love life is dependent upon your weight. Okay. Okay, and what do you see in your mind's eye? Mm.
1: I see um, myself uh, defeated, automatically defeated. Um, I see I feel rejected. I automatically, I reject myself. Um, I don't even put myself in the race. Um, I, uh, does that make sense? It does. I don't feel good enough. Yeah. Yeah. So don't don't feel worthy of love. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's really what it feels, yeah. yeah.
2: Now, notice the emotional when you believe that and you're experiencing what you just shared. Notice the emotional. Yeah. I feel
1: uh, I feel unworthy. Um, I feel invisible, um, left out. I feel left out, Overnote. I feel marginalized. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel not a part of. Um, Um, I feel ashamed, I feel like something's wrong with me, that I'm broken.
2: Okay, now close your eyes again and be there in what you were witnessing. Only be there without the thought that your love life is dependent upon your weight. Hmm. If you just didn't believe it, you didn't have the thought, it could never occur to you, look Look at that. What do you see? Mm. Um, I'm present
1: um, I'm not worried about the future. I feel enough. I'm myself. Um, I don't feel the need to impress. Um, i'm a, you know I feel right sized um I feel less self-obsessed. I feel more present for others. I feel more spacious in my,
2: in my heart. So what I'm learning from you is, it's not your weight that at all that is causing this discomfort. It's what you're thinking and believing about your weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. So it's a state of mind, not a physical body. Mm. It's like rather than look to our mind, we blame it on this innocent object.
1: Yeah, like um, it's a distraction
2: from what's really going on. Yeah. Mm. So, my future love life is dependent upon my body weight. How would you turn that around to an opposite? My future love life is not dependent upon my body weight. Isn't that what we just learned, that it's a state of mind? Yeah. So let's try that. My future love life is dependent upon my state of mind. My future love life is dependent upon my state of mind. So anytime you're feeling insecure around that, Just know you're giving your body credit for what it's not doing. Right, yeah, (laughs) yeah, because so far, let's say, the men in that situation, the people you're interested in that situation, have no place in this ongoing scenario of yours.
1: right?
2: It's just an an identity you're believing into, and so you believe the mind, and then we've got to do something with this object when the way out is right here, right now. Hmm. It's waking up to reality. Bodies have never attracted anyone. Not ever. What people believe about your body, if we put it there, what people are believing about your body turns them on or off. Now, if I feel that I am overweight, let's say I've got a, a, this beautiful, perfect body. Okay, so are men falling in love with me or an object? They're going to take this object home? What's up with that? (laughs) (laughs) Are they going to think on it? (laughs) Turn themselves on, turn themselves off? From here. Mm. So when someone says, I love you, you can trust it if you're authentically awake and natural. Mm. You do really well with that too. Mm. So my love life is dependent upon my weight. It's not wrong to lose weight or gain weight. Our motives are the, uh, we could use a little work. Yeah. (laughs) So what did you write? Hmm. How do you react? How do you treat other people? How do you treat yourself when you believe the thought? I don't believe people. I don't believe them
1: when they tell me things about myself that they appreciate or if, when they love me.
2: I don't believe them. Because they're seeing you. Yeah. Try this thought. No human being has ever seen themselves. It's not possible. It's, it's like you look at you, just look at you, look at you in your mind's eye sitting there. Do you see you in your mind's eye? No. Sitting there? No. No, you can't. You see an no. image of something that just shifts around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You can see you very thin in your mind's eye. You can see you sitting there. You can see you just just very obese in your mind's eye. And, but that's not you. You see you the way you think you are right now, and that's not you either. Mm. This is everything, mm. meaning mind and how you see yourself. And not even yourself. It's when the mind and the heart match, then you're into something really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then you walk through life, and someone says, "You're too fat." You might think, "Oh my God, that that poor guy. He doesn't get it." Mm. Glad he's not attracted to me.
1: Yeah.
2: Mm. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Thank you. Thank you. You're beautiful.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Mm. Thank you. Okay. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. Yeah.
0: Thank you for listening to this excerpt of the work of Byron Katie. As Katie says elsewhere in her commune course, when the mind is perfectly clear, what is, is what we want. But if you really want reality to be different than it is, you might as well try to teach a cat to bark, a bird to swim, or a fish to run. No matter your effort, arguing with the basic nature of reality is hopeless. If you want to listen to her full workshop along with more than 80 other courses in commune membership, then you can start your 14day free trial at onecommune.com/trial. That's onecommune.com/trial. I'm your host Jeff Krasno. Thanks for listening to the Commune Podcast.